This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you who I've met in person have seen my unbelievable dashboards that I built. You know, I'm an analytics-like crazy person. I love the data. And I love presenting the data in beautiful dashboards that my team can use on their mobile devices, their phones, and TVs throughout the office. Now, the way I do this without having to hire a big development team is at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. It's using a company called Clipfolio, and I'll tell you more later on in the show how I use them. It's nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. This is episode 662. Coming up tomorrow morning, you learn from Trevor Wolf, who breaks down how he gets mega brands to pay him $5,000 to test their advertising before going live during the Super Bowl. Good morning, everybody. My guest this morning is Varun Chandran. He's the founder and CEO of Corporate 360, a big data marketing software startup. He bootstrapped and founded the company in 2012, grew the business into multi-millions dollars in revenue with international clients and 40 employees across five countries. Prior to th Corporate 360, he worked for some of the leading technology companies like SAP, Oracle, Dell, and NetApp in three different countries. Mm -hmm. He's a college dropout and a national footballer. He loves data science and traveling. Under his his leadership, Corporate 360 is the first international startup from Kerala, bringing IT jobs to rural towns aiming at social empowerment. Varun, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. That is a fantastic introduction. Thank you. Good. Thank you. My research team did their research, so that's good. All right. Tell us what Corporate 360 does and how do you generate revenue? Um, we are a sales intelligence data company for business-to-business uh, -business enterprises. We generate revenue by selling our software through a data-as-a-service subscription model where customers would access our platform to get sales leads. Okay, so it's a SaaS platform. Yes. Okay, and what, uh, I imagine you have kind of a variety of price points. On average, what are customers paying you per month? Um, it depends on, on different options. We don't have a standard list pricing. What we go with is um, the type of data or the region the customer want to go after. Um, so the typical deal size would range anywhere from 20K onwards. Okay, and that's a 20K kind of annual contract? Yes. Okay, got it. Do you do only do annual contracts or any monthly? Um, we do have some monthly contracts as well, but we try to recommend our customers to go with uh, annual or multi-year contracts, primarily because um, we are evangelizing data as a service model as opposed to buying a marketing list. Uh, because the data accuracy becomes a main issue when it comes to marketing intelligence data. Um, although when you are in a data as a service contract, what happens is um, there is a um, there, there is an ongoing data refresh process that comes along with the contract that that allows customers to maintain their uh, data with the highest accuracy in, in CRM and marketing automation systems through our, our data platform. And okay, so now that we can have some context there, take us back to the beginning. What year did you launch the company in? 2013. Okay, 2013. And uh, what are you at today in terms of total uh, teammates? Um, we have nearly 70 employees in five countries now. Okay. And did you boot self and kind of bootstrap this, or have you raised capital? We we are totally bootstrapped, and we're sort of reinvesting profits back on the business to grow our business. So walk us through that. You know, when you first launched this, first off, how old were you back in in 2013? Um. 
I, I was I was 30 years old. Okay. And was this your first crack at entrepreneurship? Yes. So what, I, I, again, your bootstrap, so where did you get the money to, to launch the company? Um, that, that's a good question. So I did eight years um, in the corporate world, working for some of the world's largest companies, such as SAP, um, Oracle, uh, NetApp, Dell, you know, um, in, in, in different countries. Um, I was I was working in sales, business development, and marketing roles, and also consulting across these companies. Um, so I had some kind of background, and I've saved some money from those jobs that I've had. However, um, when we started the company, um, I was I, I started the company with a very minimal capital investment. I How much? Um, probably less than less than ten thousand dollars okay and what did most of that go to um so i opened the website i learned um some machine learning big data algorithms and 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 spent a lot of time in self-learning and hiring some some contractors in in india and philippines um and 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 um we started sitting at home and you know from our bedrooms and started working and and that's how we grew the business so the initial investment was primarily for sort of um building the application um, as well as um you know launching the website um, and, and doing some basic outreach email campaigns got it and walk us so so kind of take us back to the beginning again 2013 was launch date less than ten thousand dollars invested um average contract size or kind of around 20k tell us the story of a customer that's currently using you and what they specifically use you for um yeah, that's a good question. So we have different use cases um, in which our customers use our product. Um, they, they use it across um, sales, inside sales. Um, they would use the product for um, analytics. They, they also use the product for marketing campaigns. And the fourth use case is for sales operations. Um, to give you an example of one of the customer, uh, this particular customer based out of um, uh, Japan uh, wanted to run a competitive attack um, and um, they wanted to get competitive intelligence of one of their competitor. So we were able to pull, put together the data and we, they started with a subscription of Japan. Um, the campaign went really well. They gave us a reference to uh, the team in China and Singapore and eventually it, uh, it, it went down to Europe and, and, and US market and it became a global contract where nearly 4,000 sales executives are using a product from a, uh, an inside sales perspective. Um, in total or are, just, just in that contract? Um, in total, the contract became a global contract with multiple use cases eventually over a period of one year. Um, so about Varun, 4, sorry, you, yeah. it's just a simple question. So how many, how many customers are you currently serving? 300. Okay. And, and you, it sounds like you have seats. So how many total seats across 300 paying customers? Is that 4,000? Um, 4,000 is for one customer. We have, a we have more than more than forty thousand people seats um, that are being sold, um, and, and seats per user license is sold only for inside sales use case. Um, when it comes to analytics or marketing, it's it's based on data, not per seat. Okay, when you're when you're selling though these contracts, you mentioned your average contract is, is you know kind of around twenty k. And you're selling that to these the, the 300 of these companies so far. What specifically are they getting when they pay for that kind of contract? That, that's what I'm trying to get at. 
um, so 20Ks, the average deal size, it could be multiple use cases. Let's say, let's take an example of um, a, an inside sales team. So they would get, they could, they could come in and select a specific region such as Europe or Asia, or it could be even a country. Depending on the size of um, the data volume, um, we would we would bring it together, put it together, and we will put into a contract. The inside sales team will get access to our platform, through which they will access, um, you know, sales intelligence data, competitive intelligence data, and and also um, actionable sales leads. Okay, got it. So it's kind of sales leads. So this is, uh, you know, I struggle with this space because you know I've talked, you know, I've had Henry on the show from Discover Or. We've had Full Contact, Clearbit, just a ton of people in this space. And it seems like most of you guys are just you're buying access to other people's data to double check your own, and then you have your own combination of your own web scrapers to get kind of new data. Are you using any other data sources besides those? So, so that's what we are trying to create a differentiator. We are not a part of any data syndicate. We are not buying and selling data from each other. We are not a part of any data reseller partnership. We are not a list broker. We source our own data through our own algorithms. And yeah, but let me break, Varun, but if I break that down and call it what it is, those algorithms are web scrapers, right? Or, or not, what are they? It is, they are web, web scrapers as well as we, we gather the data from unstructured data sources. For, for example, it could be even um, a bunch of resumes, millions of a database of resumes. Got it. Right? So it's all so different kind of algorithms, including web mining. Got it. And how do you, again, so so how do you differentiate yourself from, say, a full contact that might be doing the exact same thing? Um, full contact is a great company. Um, they, they're focused on um, collecting a lot of data from syndicates, and they also have social intelligence as well. Now, if you look at, there are hundreds of companies who has contacts data solutions, um, social data gathering solutions, but are, the question that we need to ask is, are they really sales leads? Are they really actionable sales leads? So, 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 so that's what we bring in our differentiator. So I we don't, have a but, but Varun, I don't understand. So like these are big companies. So like Henry, when he came on Discover Org, they're doing over $5 million a month in revenue, right? And and so they, they also look at unstructured data. It's not just social data. Uh, the, the question I always ask these kinds of companies is like, if everyone's looking at the same kinds of data set, how do you actually differentiate yourself? Um, so so, so the, the way in which we do this is, um, we gather the data and we have predictive algorithms that look through the uh, data sets to identify patterns and bias behavior, and then we predict sales leads on top of it. So it's not just accessing contacts and social data, right? So let's say if, if it's a technology Varun, can you maybe give me a specific, like actually name names, like give a specific example, and maybe that will help us get a better idea instead of kind of using the general terms of the industry. Like tell us a specific example. So like I'm signing up, I'm signed up and I'm a customer of you. Who am I and, and, and how am I going to get a better sales lead from you than I am going to be from somebody else? Let's say let's say you are a telecom vendor. Okay, right? telecom. You, you want to sell, yeah, you want to sell your uh, enterprise solutions to, to businesses, okay? It could be your cloud services. Uh, data center services. It could be your unified networking services. Like who? Na name name one of those. Name an ideal customer. Any, any enterprises across okay. any industry. So let's say any. Let's say BMW. Okay. Let's say you know any business, right? So I'm a tele. So, just to summarize, I'm a telecom trying to sell my services into BMW. Exactly. So 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 what what happens? What is available to you today? Largely is that you will have companies like like some of the names that you indicated who would give you. Uh, hey, I have. 10,000 contacts of, of BMW. I have all the subsidiary information of BMW. I have all the social profile of all these BMW people, right? But when you get the data, right, what would you do with that? 
the first question that you asked for a smart sales guy is that you know who is the key decision maker from this and what is he talking about what are his pain points right whether uh, is he really looking for is, is there really a sales lead out there right so what we do is that when we when you subscribe to our platform you get a 360 degree viewpoint of you know um, seven modules right we even gather what is the it infrastructure or telecom infrastructure that company is providing what is the product life cycle when is the existing product is expiring right we look through all of those data points and then we create a predictive modeling where we indicate to you that hey these are the 10 contacts who could be ideal fit for your cloud services because these people indicated da 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 information in these kind of uh uh, uh data sets that we have Mm-hmm. Number two. Number two. These are the ten point of contacts who would be buying your your cloud solutions or data center solutions because they bought your competitor solutions ten years ago and they are running on older versions or older systems. So this is a time that you know it, it it would be ideal for you to go in and pitch to them for a refresh or they would be considering a migration. Got so it. There are trigger po- there are trigger points we capture from all the data sources that we mine and then we indicate that to you so that you get some. some handy um, information available to construct your sales pitch rather than just accessing a bunch of contacts emails and and a company profile and Make, social data makes total sense for and thanks for jumping in kind of giving that example so so it's turning back to now kind of the economics that run your business so you said 300 customers currently paying kind of you know 20 grand on average per year so it's fair to say you guys are doing about 6 million bucks per year right now in terms of ARR um we we close yeah we are in that range you know sub 5 mil i would say Sorry, what what would you say? Um we 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 close to about 5 million range okay. in our revenue. Got it. So it's March 2017 you're you're right now at about a 5 million dollar kind of ARR rate. So healthy business. Uh, what do you uh, talk to me about kind of customer growth and and customer churn specifically? Um what is your gross customer churn and how do you manage it? Um we you know we're not very aggressive in terms of our sales and marketing approach. We we maintain a very lean team and we have a fantastic process. that we follow um so it's all about taking care of our customer needs and giving them all the support they need um so what what are the thing key thing that we do is we conduct in a qbrs every quarter with all of our clients and listen to them their problems and what they're trying to do with our data sets and what their objectives are then we design our 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 contracts or our features of the product based on client feedback um as a result of which there is a lot of investment and focus towards improve improvising our products based on customer feedback So Varun, really what what is your before you tell me about all the ways you're you're driving churn down? What what is your current churn? A gross customer churn monthly? Um, it, it's it's less than less than ten percent. Okay. Uh, all right. So I mean, that's still pretty. Let's say it's nine percent. That's still pretty high. That means on average you're losing ninety percent or more of your customer base every year. Oh, no, no, I was saying that we lose about nine percent, nine point two percent of our customers every year. Oh, that, oh, that's and all. that's an annual. Sorry, that's annual. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Got it. So less than one percent monthly uh, go, c- customer churn. Yeah, and, and most of these customers are primarily startups that we see when we look at the trending of the the customer that is dropping out of our our, our contract. They're primarily these enterprise startups that are coming up. They they come up with a pilot. We come up with a pilot contract for them, and some of them goes out of the business, so they they don't raise subsequent capital. You know, issues like that, or they they could also consider multiple competitors. You know, but when I look at the analytics of it, yes, mostly startups are the ones who are dropping off from our contract. But at the enterprise level, we have more than more than 95 percent renewal. Rate. That's that's great. And uh, in terms of acquiring customers uh, on the paid spend you are doing, what are you? What's your customer acquisition cost? Um, I 
I don't have an, an, an exact figure on, figure on top of my head right now. Um, like I said, it's a lean process. We don't have any field sales out there. It's all, only account managers and we do everything. How many account inside. account managers of your 70? Seven. Seven, okay. And, and how much are you spending per month on any kind of paid acquisition? Um, we, oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, is it, is it meaningful? Maybe, it's, it's, uh, we, we, the only channel which we tried paid acquisition is through LinkedIn ads. But when we, when we looked at the ROI of that, obviously the impressions are good. Brand is being built, but meaningful sales leads were not that great. So we kind of dropping. The How numbers. much did you spend on LinkedIn total? Probably about 200 K last year. Okay. Got it. And so you're not like, you're not doing any paid acquisition each month this year at all. Um, I would I would foresee the budget is going to go down because we we're getting a lot of inbounds and our existing contracts are growing. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I wouldn't be spending a lot of money um, on on paid acquisition. Okay. And then what do you assume? Like obviously you have an account manager on these on these some of these accounts, which means you kind of have to understand lifetime value to understand what to kind of incent to the account managers and, and the rest of your team with. You know, this is a back end napkin calculation. But what do you assume lifetime value is on these customers? Um, lifetime value, um, if I look back the three years journey we had, uh, it could range anywhere from, from 45K to a million bucks. Got it. Just depends. All right, good. And yeah. you said a team of 70. Where are you guys based? So we've got five offices globally. Uh, we have uh, Singapore. We are, head, we are headquartered in Singapore. So we have a fairly large team there. Um, we've got um, a large PPO center in Philippines and India where most of the research jobs are happening. The technology development is happening out of US and Singapore. Um, we have a sales office in, in, in Dublin, Ireland as well. When I was recently in New York meeting dozens and dozens of you that listened to the show, I showed many of you guys my SaaS analytics dashboard. I also showed you my website and a conversion dashboard from impression to free trial to paying customer along with many other dashboards I use in my business, like my social media command center and a few others. Now, all of these are built with one tool. I just dragged and dropped them together. You can see how I did that at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. Now, these dashboards, guys, are critical to my business. You know, I refresh them on my mobile phone right when I wake up in the morning. I roll over and boom, refresh. I'll refresh them right before I have to take off on a flight because I'm just addicted to data and numbers. They drive my business. So I think they probably drive your business too. You can see my dashboards, how I use them at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. Now, if you go through the regular website, that's the tool is called Flipfolio, you only get 14 days free. You go through my link, you get 90 days free. So I got a great deal for you guys. It does expire. So you got to go there now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Got it. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, Varun, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, that's, that's a good question. Um, I, I, I'm not reading now. I don't get time to read anything now. 
I, I was saying that I, I, I'm, I, I can't think of anything on top of my head right now. I'm not reading at all. I'm not reading anything right now. I don't get time to read now. Okay, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Elon Musk. And number three, what's your favorite online tool, like Acuity Scheduling? Um, I use all Google Apps to do my thing. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, probably probably four hours, yeah. You only get four hours of sleep yeah. every night? How old are you? 33. Okay, and what's your situation, married or single or have kids? Uh, none. Okay, so, so single, no kids? Yes. Okay, so last question. Take us back 13 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Innovate something. Build something that changes lives. All right, top tribe, guys. There you have it. Build something that changes lives with Varun. He's the founder of Corporate 360. Again, bringing predictive sales analytics and sales leads directly into your inbox and into your uh, CRM. Again, they launched uh, several years ago, uh, totally bootstrapped. Uh, now doing uh, now doing about 300 customers on average, paying you know 20k ish uh, on annual contracts, doing about five million dollars in ARR. Uh, super low gross churn. In fact, they're retaining over 90 percent of their customers annually. Again, building the software with their team of 70 across Singapore, Philippines, India, the United States, and Dublin. Varun, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed Varun today, go back and listen to the founder of Unbounce yesterday, Ali Gardner. I get him to reveal last year's revenue, how many customers he has, and how much money he's raised. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google Ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.